Bonjour. Hello, everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager, and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known, and reach more clients? At Nata PR, we deal with real clients every day, and we'll teach you simple, fun, and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello, and welcome to this 35th episode of the Nata PR School podcast. Laurence Lachance is my guest today. I'm so excited to have Laurence on the podcast today. She's the Vice President and Business Development at Orphe Design. And uh, we'll be talking about branding today and why investing in your image and promotion is so important. Let me tell you about Orphe a little bit. So Orphe is an agency. They're based out of Montreal, if you're looking for them. They are what we call a branding agency. They have more than 35 years of experience across North America. They have clients all over the world. And they specialize in the art of branding, design, and communication. They have both clients in the B2C, um, business to consumer, and they have also B2B, so business to business uh, clients. They have a wide knowledge of all North American regulations. So if you're outside of Montreal or Canada or even the U.S. and you're thinking of entering the North American market, they might be a good partner for you. You should be contacting them and I'm sure they will be happy to answer any questions you might have. And so they are innovators. Uh, they make so many companies shine and they I like how they present themselves. They say they are creators of value. So voila. Uh, thank you, Laurence. I'm, I'm happy that you've accepted my invitation. And bonjour. Hey, bonjour. <laughs> thank you so much, Natalie, It's a long introduction. Huh? So welcome, Laurence. <laughs> I love introduction. Yeah, but I think it's fun for, for our listeners to have a better understanding of uh, what you do and who you are. So tell me, first question. So what is branding according to you and your experience? What How do you explain branding? Well, I think, uh, as you say, for over 35 years, our vision of branding, even though it has evolved, it's still the same. For us, it, what it's going to enhance, I think I said right, <laughs> the uh, yeah, value absolutely. of the product of or the uh, service behind is a simple function goal. So what really can express and crystallize the credibility of a company or a brand with the reinforcing of, of course, the brand equity. So it's really, really what makes or going to make you shine in front of your potential clients or potential competitor. Yeah. And I, I remember I heard you say that if you are looking for employees, especially nowadays, it's sometimes difficult to find and recruit new people. Of course, an employee that doesn't know you and start looking around, especially if you're looking, if they look at you and your image is not great, you might lose them for your competitors, right? So this is Definitely. also another good way of, of looking at investing in branding and investing in your image, depending on what you're looking for. But tell me what are the, because it's so wide, so many things you can do. What is the scope of your services? Or maybe you can give us an example if it's easier. Yeah. So what we do is, always the same with all of our clients and we have a lot of partners that of course help us do 
everything for our crying. There's no limit of what we're able to provide, but it's really all the strategy behind the brand. What's going to make you unique in front of all the market and what's going to also show the added value of your proposition for potential clients, buyer. So we have a lot of client, of course, in the B2B, so business to business part, but we also have a lot of client into the consumer. So they are the one that doesn't matter if it's a website, if it's their brand, if it's just the way that uh, they want to launch a new campaign for, I don't know, the um the brand damage of uh, the old people, as an example. Well, it's all stuff that we're able to think come up. And we work, of course, with team in place or with our team or other partner, depending on what they do. So it can go to, we need a new image to, we're launching a product. So it's exactly it's wide. <laughs> Website and and so on and so on. <laughs> yeah, we're becoming a new, uh, or probably companies who are like, they, they know they need to renew who they are probably and change their image. So that must be uh, interesting work to do. And why is it so important, branding? You just mentioned it a little bit, but why do you, why, why, according to you, why is it so important? Well, it's the first impression that people have of your company or your brand. So if you want to really make them feel that you will be the right partner for them or the right product for them. We need to feel it when we see who you are on the web. And the fact that now the brand is very important and a lot of people using new technology, such as, of course, internet, which is not really a new technology, but still, <laughs> uh, it's like a sales rep working for you 24-7. I really like that definition. Yeah, it's like someone uh, representing you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's funny. Some, someone told me one day, if you want to be really, really rich, you have to find a way to sell something 24, 24-7. <laughs> so this is so what you create when you work with business that, need, that are talking to other business. It could be business to consumer as well, obviously. But yeah, if you create something, make sure that uh, you're, <laughs> you're well represented at the... Uh, you're going to be appealing to your customers or other companies, right? So this, this yes. is extremely powerful. And what is, is uh, as an example, we uh, have a great client. When we do a great branding and the branding is strong and there's a thought behind and a strategy, you don't have to change it. So we did it with Natura and they have the same logo. They have the same brand universe. We did some tweak a few years ago, but never touched the logo. And they have the same for over 20 years. So you can see that when it's well done and it's done for last, it's a great investment in my mind. <laughs> yeah. And they, um, they, they're specialized in... Um uh, soy, soy milk. milk. So yeah, right. Sorry about that. Yeah, in, in, not just so that people know, in the Canadian market, if you think soy milk, the name that comes to your mind is Natura. That's a huge accomplishment. And you just said that you ha they haven't changed their image for 20 years. So they, they got their money back. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's money well invested, <laughs> I find. <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure it took some time to get to this, you know, the visual, which is kind of, yeah, kind of timeless and very rec recognizable. It's, it's, it's an art to do that, to create. Uh, and they haven't spent thousands and thousands of their, of TV mm. ads and billboard. They just did a great work. They stay, I think, mm -hmm. true to the product that they were selling to their consumer. And it's all 
what Natura was creating as a feeling that people, we call it love mark. So people fell in love with the brand and they definitely continue to buy it because over 20 years and having the same, I think people like this is This is interesting. <laughs> uh, I know it's not a client of yours, but just as another example, um, Del Monte brand, everybody knows Del Monte mm. in North America. They're 135 years old. And they just tweaked their logo. But when you look at it, you recognize them, obviously. And they, so they're playing with the, the colors, the green and so. But they didn't work with you, but they, they work with the design and a branding firm for sure, because they kept all the essence. And if you look at the old one, when you have them both, both um, side to side, side to side, coast to coast, no problem. I was about to say, uh, on the <laughs> same page, and you see the difference. <laughs> Sometimes my brains doesn't want to speak in just one language. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the difference. But when you look at, look at the new one, you it's like you see something, you feel something different, but it's very subtle. So all this to say that this is a good example on how to invent in a very you're strong You're 100% branding. right. Del Monte, you're right. And, and you see, this is the, 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 the agency that worked with them did a very good job because they did oh, a soft sure. transition, but mm. everybody still feel the same even though it's weird because consumer has weird way of looking i can tweak something on my packaging as an example even though it's the same product mm, it may taste different so we have to come up with some plain <laughs> same brand same product new visual so that's a trick for anybody in the uh, in the consumer business when you're planning to do a switch or a, a revamp or just small change mm -hmm. Plan it to first, just to make sure that nobody really feel that it's going to be different. So new image coming soon, as an example, could be a good trick. Just to make sure that mm -hmm. consumer don't feel that you have changed your recipe. Some say yeah. that doesn't even taste the same. Well, it's the same That's recipe, crazy, people. Yeah. <laughs> image has image a very strong different. impact. <laughs> <gasps> That's a good point. Thank you for sharing that. And I love you say that you, you create value and it's always a mystery. Sometimes I talk about it with my clients. And so what, what does it mean for you? Well, I think we really uh, work with partner with our uh, clients. So we really help the business to increase not only the credibility, but the brand recognition or if they want to develop new market. That's definitely something we do for them. So we really help them to increase the value of what they look like or what they say or who they're talking to. Sometimes they're not even talking to the right market. So this is why we're really there to give them the right tools and the right, not only look, but strategy behind to go and, and achieve the objective that they have when they came ask us first. So this is why I, I, we like to say that we create value to our partners. And, uh, and I'm sure you see things they don't see. Sometimes, you know, they propose a product that's, let's say, from a certain banner, then you're able to tell, hey, but have you thought about this and that? You should put on your packaging that and that. And some companies forget that Let's say it's, I don't know, it's 100% bio, the, 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 you can really the recycle the packaging. Like, <laughs> Let's say you can recycle something or, you know, if some, sometimes they don't even think of put, putting it forward. So I'm sure you can like find value in everything they do and tell them. Definitely, them you're selling me better than I do. <laughs> yeah, Orphe is what I call a one of our... <laughs> 
strategic partners. And I know you uh, you call us like that too. And we work together on, on some campaigns and I, I really love how you work because we have similar value. I, I always say that our main top value at the agency, we have three main values. One is serving at the highest level and we serve clients the same way. Like clients is super important. We want them to be happy. We want them to get results. So this And always this is, do that extra miles that maybe yes. other will not do. But it's For just, sure. I think, part of our DNA. And this is why we're such a, I think, a great fit is we're challenging each other. And we really have, I think, the client as the core of our business or the human, if I can say. It, it, it's something that we're really, really similar. And this is why you're a partner with us for a long time now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll work on, on some campaigns. We are working on some campaigns right now. And I'm sure there's some other projects coming in, in the near future, for sure. Every, every, with everything changing. And there's, I don't know, people, if, if you think you're not going to have business in the coming <laughs> weeks and months, there will be so many opportunities. That when the pandemic's going to be over, it's going to be crazy. Everything's going to be exploding. <laughs> That's my feeling. So this is why get ready, people, because uh, you, yes. you don't want to be the last at the end of the You don't want to miss this. Yeah, there's a big wave coming, so for sure. And let's talk about the uh, the family uh, aspect of the business because your father founded Orphe. And we never discussed that, but I felt that the podcast was the perfect occasion to ask perfect that question. So, <laughs> because your brother and yourself, you took over. And I was wondering, what's the easiest part of uh, working in a family business or the hardest? So tell us a little bit about that. So what was, was a little tricky, it was to jump on a moving train because it's 35 years that now it's it's running and when we get there was what 20 something years that it was there before we we jumped yeah, on board it was board. a successful agency before you took over it's like your <laughs> yes. father gave you an agency that was dying right <laughs> no really not dying at all very strong client big client beautiful client and this is why we need to keep everything that he has worked for but we also had to bring our flavor and our way of seeing the development of that company that was, yes, of course, is, even though he's still there and he's like a, really a mentor, but he's more a gentleman farmer, as I like to say, he's working on his land and he's like his little chicken, but he's always there when we have that big strategic moment and he's coming to meet some client at the beginning to really feel and understand what they need and where they want to go and it always give us some input. Of course, uh, he's less present, and it's really me and, and Timothy, my uh, my brother. He's really doing more the strategy and creative part. I'm really more doing the business development and, and client uh, taking care, if I can say, with, of course, the help of all our team. But um, we fight, of course, a lot. We can <laughs> yell at each other, but we're brothers. So at the end of the day, we're having a nice glass of wine or he's opening his beer and we're putting everything behind. But it's just hard to not bring back work at home or during the mm. weekend or during family dinner. <laughs> but at the same time, it's fun. You know, I think I wouldn't change my job for anything in the world. I think I'm at the right place at the right time. And having a partner like, like my brother and still have my dad involved is just... Seriously, I'm blessed for mm. this. And we had this discussion a bit earlier about, you know, it's very, really rare in the um, ad industry that 
or communication industry that some agencies are like, like the family that the, the kids are taking over. It really happens rarely because normally what happens is it, it either dies when, when the owner dies or it's bought by a bigger uh, agency, ad agency. And we see that a lot. And especially in, in Canada, most of the agencies were bought, like big agencies were yeah. bought by international companies. <laughs> Or will be soon. So you're one of the rare one that still have these deep roots too, which is really interesting in North America. And it gives a different flavor and a different type of service uh, also. So, I think you couldn't have explained it better than this. I think, yes, it's, I think I cannot even count the amount of firm that I know that could be a second generation. And even then, I don't even sure if I have like two in my mind here and the fact that we're really international having the, the size of the client that we have for being more like a boutique if i can say type of the agency really i think bring that added value and that really close relation with our clients or potential clients because we feel that when we talk with some prospect and we really We always call it a kickoff meeting to understand what they do and where they want to go and what is their objective. We feel that the fact that we're a family too and a second generation, having the history of my dad, but also the vision and the future and the new technology, if I can say, of me and my brother, I feel that the client really feels secure. And uh, it's, I think, the proudest thing that I'm, uh, <laughs> I am uh, of is really being a second generation of second agency. generation yeah i love that too i find that very touching there's something as you said you you uh, part human. of branding is like we serve humans and you know we touch humans and you have that because it's it's you and your brother running the running the agency now and my dad has created that feeling too you know we really were all humans all equals and this is why a lot of our employees also are with us for a while now because we really like to take care of the people that were surrounded and we know that if you give a lot well you're going to receive at some point so this is our mentality and i know you're the same uh, yes 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 <laughs> sometimes we think it's too much but we cannot do work differently no and, and i cannot you do know my less <laughs> no you know you know my partner too david is the same oh my god we, we often have that discussion like okay it's good to serve at the But we, we have to be careful too. Like sometimes we have to like keep some energies for ourselves and not just give everything to the clients to be able to serve them. Actually, we have to be careful sometimes. So how do you respond to people who say, hey, well, branding is, is that's expensive and it costs a lot of money. We hear that all the time or we hear that for PR also. And yeah, what do you tell clients that say, oh, yeah, this is nice, but it's not for me. It's too expensive. Well, I think look unprofessional costs even more for your business, for your reputation. If you have a great brand, you can sell your product or your services at a higher price. As you say uh, at the beginning of the, uh, the discussion, you can attract more talent. If you have a nice brand than the other that look like back in the days in the, in the 70s. I think it's not... Um, next pants, I really see it as an investment. So in my mind, it's really, yes, you have to spend for it. But at the end of the day, and we're just thinking about Netsura, you have spent the right amount at the beginning. You're not going to have to spend at the end of the day. It's like when you buy something cheap, you may buy seven times the same thing, where if you were had choose the expensive one, 
probably going to be cheaper at the end of the of the journey. So for me, I really see it. It's what the world's going to see you. So I think it's worth a little bit of money at least. Yeah, I agree with you. And there's a say, sometimes they say that those who live by the number will die by it by the number. So if mm. they really like, just look at the numbers and, oh, this is, this is, this costs me a lot of money. It's not bringing me money fast enough in. It's really having a, like a short vision too. Some, so many people do that. And I, I, I hear it so from so many clients. Some clients are, have the feeling now that because of the web, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, uh, all the requests we have from, from uh, both our clients regarding uh, internet and the web. But I think it's even more important than ever. If you haven't invested in your image, your image is there 24-7, as we just mentioned. So if you don't invest a little bit in your branding, oh, you won't. And I, your competitor, competitor is going to kill you. Oh, you have an example? Oh, yeah, I got the best example for you. A proud Quebecois company called Guru mm, just did their true. IPO in, um, in November this year. They went on the exchange at five bucks a share. And what now we're March? It's now 14 bucks a share. So, yes, they have spent a lot of money at the beginning, but they had a vision. They have a great brand that show all the the natural energy of the nature. And it's not one of our clients. It's a good friend of mine that uh, did the, the, the recipe. But I saw how the effort they put, how passionate they were, how investment they did for that brand. But look how much it paid off at the end of the day. So you could be the next guru. So never be cheap on your brand or on your communication. That's what's going to bring the value at the end of the day. If you want to sell or just if you want to attract people for me, it's yeah. an overhead. And if anything happens, a pandemic, for example, like we have yeah, now, if, maybe. You've never, if you've never invested in your image, it's going to be really hard for you guys to survive. We've seen so many companies, they just shut, close down because they didn't have that. They didn't have that flexibility to, they, they never invested in, in their image strong enough. And well, you know, there are, there are different stories, obviously, but If you look, I, I love talking about Tesla because it's such a strong image You're and right. I love how you compare Tesla and Ford. And it's interesting. So Tesla decided to follow a trend when when all the big uh, automotive company, Ford and others, gals, gals, were like, ma, yeah, electricity, ma. And look where they are now. And so look how they're worth by being maybe one yes. fifth of GM mm. or Ford. And they worth way more than them on the market. Yeah, so I think that capitalization is really high. Yeah, come wait, wait. So this this is Definitely. a perfect example of a, someone who did invest. Well, they have a, a <laughs> an owner ambassador that really is amazing and controversial sometimes. Yeah, that can sometimes. also damage a brand sometimes. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you're 100 percent right. <laughs> you have to stick with what you show to the people. If you say that, that the planet is important for you and you do stuff against the planet, yeah, the consumer or the market may not be very happy about uh, those This public is so moves. true. So what's happening on, on the, with your clients that wants to sell online, especially after the pandemic? And I, I gave you that example. Well, thank, thanks to Internet, some of, some of our clients, I was talking to you a little bit earlier about this client. He, uh, he owns a chain of hair salon and he was selling products to some boutiques, but never had an online store. So he wasn't selling any products online. But thanks to Internet, he was selling products through 
to his uh, Facebook page. So people were <laughs> sending orders through Messenger or by email. Isn't but that that's crazy? Good. But it, it probably was time consuming, <laughs> but it was creative and he find a way of at least surviving yeah. that hard time. And I, I'm still impressed of the creativity of those entrepreneurs that have been really all at the same time on the yeah. same step. And some has really came up with some creativity and yeah, we've seen a lot with, with restaurants too, like restaurants who weren't selling online decided to do like, um, they were in touch with their clients. Thank God, thank God they created their own community. So many of them had, had a Facebook page or they had a list of their clients. So they were able to reach them out and say, hey, I'll order and we'll do some pickup. And at least, you know, they were able to serve them and keep some of their employees and oh my god no yeah. but it, it was so sudden now restaurant for me too i cannot even start talking about this i have the little uh, emotion in my voice because i'm such a foodie I... <laughs> but thanks to internet many of them were, were able to survive so oh yeah to say <laughs> that the web now is like an obsession for <laughs> even for us it is an obsession now and uh, we are uh, my partner and i we're really like in it and we're doing stuff and we're even in, in, uh, investing our own money to see how it works and to be able to explain to our clients after, well, this is, we've done it. We know how this works because we've <laughs> even ourselves spent money promoting some services or some, some, uh, some activities that we now have at the agency. So what's, what are you doing now to what's, what do they want? What do they ask your clients? <laughs> well, I think that, and this is a very uh, interesting. A lot of people want to be on the web, think they can do web, but doing web has to be done with a strategy, with a gold, because it could be very, very pricey, could be very time consuming. So this is why I recommend to everybody be on the web, even though I not even have my finalized website right now, but I do it for all it's of my magic, clients. It's not magic, right? It's not magic. People think it's, oh, that's the new uh, Saint Graal, as we say. So yes. it's the new magic recipe, but no, it's not. And, and doing web without a strategy and a goal, you're not able to quantify how much you're going to spend too. And what I also think is, is important is if you do one action on a web, how much it's going to bring you at the end of the day? At least come break even, but a lot of people invest in the wrong technology, do a lot of it, try a lot of people calling themselves expert, which they're really, really not. So this is why one of the advice I say is validate and check more one agency when you want to work for maybe web. Try different agency too. That's another way of really finding the right fit for your company. But so true. Yes, web. Yeah is a must, but do it smart. You will not regret it. And the build up that could create, the leads that could be brought is incredible, but it has to be done with a thought. Beyond. Yeah. I was telling one of my clients the other day, well, you and I remember when internet didn't exist. So you, you keep your same, your same thinking. It's the marketing base is the same. Who's your client? All disease? Is it a woman? Is it a man? So, and then what's different now is your your potential clients are going to be at different places. They're not just going to be watching TV. They're not just going to be on Facebook. They're not just on Instagram. So be careful. This is what I told my client. I said, just, you know, ask questions when you have this new marketing agency that's just selling you. Uh, <laughs> only online stuff, only online. Instagram only online. campaigns when you're selling... <laughs> 
<laughs> anti-aging products? Mm, ask questions. And, and, and you're 100% right, Night. A lot of people do that mistake. Oh, everybody's on web. I'm only going to do web. Worst thing to do is to put all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. And it's not only because I'm fond of Nata, but having that mixed media of a traditional and a numeric, and you're the, the proven the pudding, as they, we say in English, yeah. you have been able to create a huge base of influencer or people that are writing blogs that, yes, can do a push, but there's nothing like an article in a newspaper or a magazine that speak mm. to your potential client. And as you say, if I'm selling something for the bellage or the older people, why doing advertising on, on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? <laughs> so choose right, please. Yes. That's yeah. the only advice that I have to say. And yes, mixed media for and me. Do, do, yeah, exactly. Do a combination of different uh, platforms. Actions and, and try, 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 try. You cannot be... Yes, you can be served by different type of company that could all fit with you, but you will find a fit that's right for you. For sure. And let's talk about the future a little bit. I always uh, love to ask that question. Do you do any plans at RFA? Do you plan like three, three years ahead, five years ahead? Or? Well, of course we plan. <laughs> we plan <laughs> like any company, but I think we're at a point and that's also an advantage of having a second generation uh, company is We're at a point where right now our market is the world, our client is the world, and what we want to do is really give all those tools and all the added value of fit to our clients so they can shine. We're not the one that doing any contests, we're not applying. Our victory is the success of our client, and this is why for us, the future, yes, we want to grow. I don't want to become a big company. We want to stay small because this is what makes us, I think, also more human and, and accessible. And no, we're not the cheapest agency, but what you're paying for is for quality and all the expertise that is lasting through the years that luckily with my dad or keep that into the brain of Orphe, so... Oh, it's so fun talking with you, Nat. I really, really like <laughs> I'll that. I'll invite you again. There's so many teams, so many things. I'm sure that our listeners will want to uh, hear more about what you do and how we work together too. So maybe we could even take one case study eventually because everybody wants to know how to work with influencers. And I think we have a huge success with, uh, with a client and oh, we did like wow. a huge campaign. Uh, maybe we could, uh, we could do a podcast and that would be interesting. Very so, good anyway. idea and show the, the, the relation of the boat force and see uh, where it brought the client and where it's bringing other of our clients at the moment <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> yeah, why, why it was successful, what we did. So it's always interesting to talk about that. So, and if our listeners want to find you, I'll put uh, the, your website on the show notes, obviously. So they'll, they'll find you there. So you have your, they have a, <laughs> your phone the number. The black page there. with my the phone black. number. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> exactly. No, that's not all you need. Uh, don't, I don't, uh, I don't uh, what, uh, lead by example. So, but uh, definitely you will see. If you're going at the end of the year, you will see a real presence a new for website, us. Yes. That's our goal to, <laughs> to have a new website in a year. No, oh, but, but you know, we don't want to do web like everybody's doing web. I just don't want to show who I'm working with, my portfolio. So this is why for mm. us. It has to be thought 
the way that we're thinking. So this is why sometimes it's hard, it takes even more to, for to... us to find what we need. <laughs> but we can well, do it you, perfectly. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see your new website. So my guest today was Laurence Lachance. She's Vice President Business Development for Orphe agency, a branding agency. So thank you so much. I hope you, my friends, listeners, that you've learned a few things and I'm sure I'm going to have Laurence as a guest again for a future podcast. And as I say all the time, à la semaine prochaine. Merci thank Laurence. Thank you. Merci so much. <laughs> Merci so much. Nothing like that. <laughs> thank you so much, my dear. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.